The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. High post to Abbott, bounce pass right corner, back out to Abbott, 10-footer straight away, bouncing around and in. Dakota Abbott now has 11 points. Tonight, it's the Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Overton as the Eagles bow the Amherst Broncos. High School Basketball in Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Kicks it out. Bloom for the three. It is no good for Callie. Rebound is grabbed by Victoria Anderson. That's her fifth. Outlet pass Enix. She's fouled. She scores. Tonight's girls game features two teams trying to rebound from a recent losing streaks. While the boys teams are tied in the top of the conference standings. It's the Broncos and Eagles coming up next. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Overton with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Overton for a Fort Carney Conference doubleheader as the Eagles playing host here to the Amherst Broncos. The girls' matchup should be very, very even. A couple of young teams trying to find themselves. Amherst comes in 3-7. and seven. Overton will be 2-6 and six heading into tonight's contest. On the boys' side, the Amherst boys will be uh, somewhat of a, a favorite in this one uh, as they will uh, come in with a pretty good resume and a uh, record right now of 9-1, and one, but... Here in Overton, it's going to be very, very tough for the Broncos to pick up a win because, A, the Eagles are doing pretty well as, as well. They are 5-2 and two on the year, and this is a great environment for high school basketball games, so it'll, it'll give them a little bit more of a uh, hometown advantage here in Overton. So the boys' matchup will be very, very good. The girls' game, again, will be very balanced as these two teams trying to get things heading in the right direction. As we said, Amherst 3-7, and seven, Overton 2-6 and six on the year. But again, they'll have that home cooking here tonight. So we're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our starting lineups. And we'll remind you, you're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your year leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll step away for a moment. We'll be back with the starters right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. At Sap Brothers Store in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. Come see the gifts galore from ceramic dolls to purses, clothes, tools, electronics, art, and decor all located inside Sap Brothers, located on I-80 in Odessa. Check out the monthly specials and the cleanest restrooms on I-80. So clean, they're mom approved. Sap Brothers. You don't have to drive a truck to stop at Sap Brothers Travel Center. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? 
with their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See CappaGrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as uh, Overton taking on Amherst and a girl-boy doubleheader. And let's give you our starting lineups. We'll begin, first of all, for the um, hometown team, the Overton Eagles. Desiree Anderson is a 5'3 sophomore who uh, averages about uh, one point per ball game. And she'll start with Sydney Enix. Enix is averaging 14.4 points. She's a 5'10 junior. Gracie Grote is 5'8 and a junior. She's averaging right at 11 points a game. Victoria Anderson, 5'6 and a uh, junior. She's averaging 4.5 points. And Jaden Eby, a 5'7 junior. Eby averages 7.3 points for head coach Nicole Hart. And now for the Amherst Lady Broncos and uh, head coach Nathan Dietz. Their starters are these, Emily Palmer, a 5'10 sophomore who averages about four points a ball game. Emily Arnold, a 5'8 junior, averages 7.4 points. Michaela Tinchner, 5'5 and a senior, averages three points per ball game. Michaela Michelson is 5'7 and a senior. Michelson is averaging 2.4 points. And Jaden Shockey is a six-foot-tall sophomore who averages 2.4 points per ball game. Your starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney will be back with the tip right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. And welcome back here at Overton. Again, our starters are Anderson, Enix, Grote, Anderson, and Eby for Overton. And for Amherst, it's Emily Palmer, Arnold, Tinchner, Michelson, and Shockey. Again, our starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're all set and ready to go here. Amherst, of course, and they're all red, their road uniforms. And Overton will be in the home white. Doing the jumping here will be uh, Shockey for Amherst. But the tip is going to be controlled here by the Eagles. So they win it, and they bring it in the offensive end. With it, here is Grote. Grote will work it back around top of the circle. Now she's given it away. Now she got it back. She dribbles top of the circle between the, the two circles here. And looking to her left over there is going to be uh, Wallace, who made the start. 
And they'll work it back around here. On that far side, J.C. Wallace. And they'll kick it off on the right side here for Eby. Eby's three-pointer is going to be no good. And rebound taken out by the Broncos. Coming out with it was Shockey. And a quick pass on the right side to inside for Shockey, and she'll get the first points of the ball game. Nice entry pass. And Shockey lays it off the glass and in. So back around the perimeter comes Overton here. Little 2-1-2 zone, kick right side, and a jumper by Eby is up and good. So Eby with her first two points of the game, and we are deadlocked to two here in the early stages. Tensioner gets the ball downside, and it's going to be knocked loose. Coming up with it is going to be Sydney Enix. Enix pass on that left wing is going to be knocked out of her hands by Tensioner. It'll go out of bounds, but it stays here with the Eagles. Nice job there by uh, Enix to come up with uh, both the block and the defensive rebound. Five-second count going on on the inbounds here. They'll toss it in for Wallace, and Wallace has the top of the circle. And she'll get the ball on the left side here. And right wing now for Eby. Back around off of the screen. Dribbling here is going to be Grote. Grote will fire a long jumper, and it's up and good. She drains the three. Gracie Grote will give Overton their first lead on the ball game. It's at 5-2 to two here. With it is Tensioner. Tensioner with the dribble. Top of the circle gives it to Arnold. Entry pass inside here for Shockey. Shockey back out. Goes off the hands of Arnold. She was in great position to shoot the three, but she didn't handle the pass, and as a result, kind of threw off the timing of what they were trying to do there. Palmer stops at the elbow as Overton picks her up, and now a little penetration by Arnold and an extra step, and that'll be an Amherst turnover. Both teams playing pretty good defense. Uh, there have been some good uh, shot selection here for both of these two squads, but they haven't come very early on in the possession as both teams are really kind of looking good in both the offensive and defensive ends. It is a 5-2 lead here for the hometown Overton Eagles. They'll get it top of the circle for Eby. And Jaden Eby looks at this uh, 2-1-2 zone. And on the bounce here is going to be Grote. She gives it left side here for Wallace. Back out here for Grote. And now Grote has her shot deflected and it goes off the hands of a couple of different Broncos and out of bounds. So that'll be a Overton team rebound here, and they'll inbound on the baseline. They'll slap it in and get it out of here for Enix. And now they get it off on the right side for Grote. Grote with a three-pointer that rims in and out, no good. Shockey will pull down the rebound. That was a good-looking shot that was about half the way down. And uh, coming up in the offensive end here is going to be Emily Arnold. She took an extra step, and that'll be another Amherst turnover. So 5.14 to go here, quarter number one. As both teams trying to settle in, trying to get some offensive momentum and get things uh, going here for the second half of the season. On the bounce is going to be Grote. She'll give it right side here for Evie. Back to Grote. Grote gets a nice little screen there from Wallace, and she'll fire a three. Off the iron, no good. A lot of white jerseys there. Offensive rebound, but then the shot's going to be blocked by Shockey. And the loose ball is going to be picked up on that outside. On the run here is going to be Arnold. Arnold all the way to the basket is going to be fouled. So Arnold doing a great job driving all the way in after picking up that loose ball. And she uh, presses the attack and will be rewarded at the free throw line for a couple of shots. 
as Edie is called for the foul, then the free throw is good. So Emily Arnold makes the first two, and now her second one hits off the back of the iron, no good, and Overton pulls down the rebound. Snagging the bound there is going to be Enix. And Enix had the ball knocked off of her hands by Palmer and off of her foot, it goes out of bounds. So that'll be a, another Overton turnover here. And Overton will pressure the basketball. Palmer on the dribble. Backing in. Gives now left side for Arnold. Arnold outside the three-point arc looking at Grode here. And then off the screen, they give it left side for Palmer. Palmer with a long two. That's going to be no good. And the rebound is going to go out of bounds on that far side. Last to touch it was the shooter. So it will be Overton basketball. So across the timeline with no pressure here is Eby. Eby is able to throw it down low, and the shot goes off the uh, bottom of the glass here by Sidney Enix. But it was last touched by Amherst. It was altered and then knocked out of bounds by Shockey. I think we give her full fridge credit for a block there. So Overton has the top of the circle. That's Wallace. They enter it down low here for Anderson. Anderson's going to kick it back out. Long jumper here by Wallace. That three won't go. And the rebound is going to be taken out by Palmer. Palmer on the dribble. Gives it top of the circle here for Arnold. She'll fire a three, and she hits it. Emily Arnold strokes in a three-pointer, and Amherst has the lead here now at 6-5. to five. Weaving through some pressure is going to be Grote. Grote gives it top of the circle here for Evie. And Evie tries to enter it down low, but Emily Arnold stepped in the passing lane and knocked it out of bounds. Abby Martinson checking in here for Amherst. And they'll hand the basketball here to Grote on the baseline for Overton. She gives it to Enix. Top of the circle here for Wallace. Back now right side for Evie. Entry pass down low. It goes through the hands of a couple of Broncos. And somehow the Eagles maintain possession here. And Coach Harp giving him some direction here. As they'll now snap it to the right side, open for a long deuce over there is going to be Eby. Her shot won't fall, and the rebound is uh, going to be tied up. It was pulled down initially by Grote, but then Emily Arnold was able to tie it up. And the possession arrow pointing to Amherst. So it will be Amherst basketball. We'll move the arrow. Amherst with a 6-5 to five lead. We've got three minutes to go here, quarter number one. What has been a pretty well-played basketball game for a couple of teams that have only combined for five wins this year. A little penetration here by Arnold. Kick in the corner. Good-looking shot, but Palmer can't get it to fall. And pulling down the rebound here is going to be Eby. So Eby comes up with a defensive rebound, and they'll take it all the way into the lane here. With it is Grote. Grote kicks it out. Three-pointer going to be uh, no good there for Overton, but an offensive rebound going to be up and in. Nice job snagging the bound. And going strong with it is Sydney Enix. So Sydney Enix missed the made putback and a little runner on the right side for Palmer, no good. Another rebound here for Enix. And uh, they'll enter it inside Enix after they got it to one of the wings. And she'll lose the basketball, have it knocked out of her hands, and uh, Arnold will come up with it. So Amherst running. They get it inside for Shockey. Shockey's shot going to be no good. Offensive rebound. Uh, there by uh, Martinson. Martinson kicks it out, and the jumper good here for Palmer. Once you get the ball entered in like that, 
Nice job there of uh, maintaining the possession. That offensive rebound by Martinson was key. Now top of the key, Grote's going to fire the three-pointer. That's going to be no good. And coming up with the rebound is going to be Amherst. And then we're going to have a foul here on Overton. Shockey pulled down the rebound. And the foul is going to be on Grote. That'll be her first. In here for Amherst is going to be uh, Monica Murphy. Also checking in the game, Nally Kratzer. And also uh, Michelson will inbound the ball here. Entry pass down low. Good right-handed drive there. Shots good by Martinson. Nice entry pass into Martinson. and She was still a little bit outside the lane. And she went in strong with that right hand and protected the ball very nicely. Anderson checked in a little bit ago. She'll help work the ball around on the left side. And a long two is up and good here for Eby. They spun it around nicely, did the Eagles, on that possession. And now a little secondary break and a hard drive. We're going to have a foul called here as Michelson with a good, strong drive. And she's hit on the arm. And the foul will uh, be the first in Desiree Anderson. And the free throw is up and good. Two-shot foul, obviously, for Michaela Michelson, and uh, she makes both of them. So she cashes in, and this is the largest lead of the game here for Amherst. They lead it now 12-9. to nine. Got a minute nine to go here, quarter number one. And again, Amherst going with 2-3 zone. Top of the circle with it here is uh, J.C. Wallace. They skip it out now here on the left side. Knocked it back out to Wallace. Wallace helps get it on the baseline. Loose ball picked up here by Anderson. Anderson with a quick low runner, no good. And rebound taken out here by Eby. Nice job by Eby coming up with a rebound, and we're going to have a foul called. With 46.2 to go. It's on Michelson. That'll be her first. And the ball inbounded here for Anderson. They pressure Anderson a little bit. And uh, they'll force the turnover. Three turnovers on Overton. Only two on Amherst so far. So they win in that battle here in the early stages. We've got the final 30 seconds. And as soon as they say that, Amherst turns the ball over. So that'll even up that score. And checking back in here for Overton is going to be Grote. So on the bounce here, going to be Gracie Grote. She gives it left side for Wallace. Back to Grote. 26 seconds left. Nice little screen there. And they'll give it up on the right side for Anderson. Anderson, great pass inside for Enix on the cut. She can't get it. Gets her own rebound. Leans off uh, a shot on the inside. No good. Another offensive rebound. Now it might be tied up. Now it's on the ground. And that is going to be a hell ball. So Enix with a great opportunity. Anderson also with an offensive rebound in there. And with 10 seconds to go, Overton will inbound it because the possession arrow is pointing in their direction. They enter it down low here to Grote. Grote, turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound. And they're going to call a hell ball. 
And this time, Overton will get the arrow with only five seconds. So that's kind of a break here for Overton, really, because that's not a lot of time for Amherst to get something done. They inbound the basketball here for Kratzer. Kratzer throws it up ahead. It's going to be a turnover. And Wallace, trying to get the shot off at half court, can't. And so that will do it for one quarter of play. You got eight minutes in the books, and right now it's Amherst with a 12-9 lead here in Overton. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this timeout. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And welcome back here to the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth. The possession arrow pointing here to the Overton Eagles. And our possession arrow brought to you by the special people at Acerac Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter locations in Carnegie, Grand Island, New York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acerac Care Hospice for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Wallace on that left side being pressured. So she'll lob it here right side here for Grote. Grote, good penetration. Kicks out the EB behind the arc on the left wing. And back around the perimeter we go here as Grote has it. And again, uh, it can't really drive very well against uh, Jaden Shockey, the six-foot-tall sophomore in the middle of this 2-3 uh, zone, 2-1-2 two, two zone. But they do get it to the inside, and we're going to have a foul. They get it to Sydney Enix, and Enix working against a little pressure before the shot is going to be fouled here by Tensioner. That will be her first. So around the perimeter we go after the inbound on the baseline. And they get it to Grote. Grote, nice entry pass inside for Enix, and Enix is fouled again. They're really looking to get the ball inside here for Sydney Enix. And why not? Enix is averaging about 14.4 points per ball game. And she'll have two free throws here. The first one's off the back of the iron, no good. Arnold was called for her first foul. So Enix second free throw after missing the first. Hits the back of the iron as well. Took a high bounce, and Emily Palmer pulls down the rebound. She'll throw it up ahead here for Tensioner. Tensioner shut off on the baseline. Puts up a quick low jumper, no good. Rebounded by Anderson. So Anderson with the bound after the miss, and she'll bring it in the offensive end. Picked up there by Palmer. They kind of had a man-to-man concept there until they got to the half court, and then everybody got to their position. Snap pass down low. Back out here for Eby. Eby tries to skip it down low on the low block. And there's going to be a foul or a hold here called on Overton. And that will be a hold here on J.C. Wallace, her first. Both teams about four fouls apiece. Here is Tensioner will bring in the offensive end. And she'll give right wing for Palmer. Palmer looking at this man-to-man defense now. Gives it to Michelson. She's on the baseline. 
We'll bounce it back out here for Palmer. Palmer drives, has her shot blocked there by Anderson, and Anderson will come up with a defensive rebound after the miss, and they're going to run with it. They pass it up ahead here for Grote. Grote can't get the shot to fall, and it's going to be rebounded by Palmer. Palmer on the drive, takes it off glass, and she'll make it up and in. That was pretty good work there because uh, back defensively was Eby, and so that wasn't an easy shot at all there for Palmer. Andrew pass in the lane, and they're going to tie that up, and the possession arrow is uh, pointing to Amherst. Amherst with a five-point lead here, 14-9. to nine. They'll face a little token pressure, it would appear. They're going man-to-man, but mostly they're picking it up at midcourt. On the bounce here is going to be Tensioner. Tensioner gives right side. Arnold dribbles up. 15-foot jumper going to be no good. Enix pulls down the rebound. And we're going to have a timeout here for Coach Arp and the Overton Eagles. 5.59 to go here in the second quarter. It is 14-9. Amherst with the lead here in Overton. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We're back right after this timeout. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, a bullet spray on bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Overton, after the timeout, will inbound the basketball here. And they're facing some pressure in the backcourt. Stepping through it. Nice work there by Wallace to get it up ahead. They had numbers momentarily, but Amherst flies back and around the perimeter we go. Eby will give it top of the circle here for Anderson. Back to Eby. Eby then has picked up there defensively uh, nicely. And then the little penetration on the left side as Enix gets it from the elbow, penetrates, and she's going to be fouled here by Shockey. That will be the first foul on Shockey. But it will send Sidney Enix to the line to shoot a couple. And her first one is up and good. Enix down with three points in the ballgame. And that's where she's gotten all of her points so far. She's three for three from the line. And now I jinxed her, and she missed it, but an offensive rebound here by Eby. So Eby with the offensive rebound gets it inside for Enix, and Enix shot no good, rebounded by Michelson. Entry pass down low for Shockey immediately. Shockey tries to get the rebound after the miss, and she's going to go over the back, and Jaden Shockey is going to pick up kind of a cheap foul there after she had the miss. As she went over the back of Sydney Enix. And Enix will pull down a large number of rebounds. She's already got seven here in the game. Pressure coming. Wallace handles it with the pass. Now it's deflected down low, but Evie picks it up. Penetration by Grote. Grote in the lane. Shot going to be no good. Anderson pulls down the rebound. That's great work there by Anderson. And back around we go as Grote has it. Now they're going to set things up. And they're kind of in scramble mode there for a little while. And now the Eagles went in a straight and this one out. They're trailing it 14-10, to 10, and they'll get it left wing here for Jaden Eby. Entry pass inside, back out to Grote, top of the key. Her three-pointer is going to be no good, and the rebound going to be tied up. The possession arrow is pointing to Overton. 
So on the baseline, they'll inbound it after Abby Martinson checks in here for Amherst. Grote on the baseline as they've got uh, a player on every corner of the box, and they set a nice little screen running through there, making the catch, and the shot is going to be Victoria Anderson. Anderson got a nice screen there and uh, was open as they ran that inbounds play to perfection. Arnold's going to drive the lane here. She'll put up a 10-foot jumper that's good. And so Emily Arnold answers right back here for Amherst. Lead back out to four as they get it up ahead here for Anderson. Anderson trying to connect with number four, Wallace. Throws it a little bit too high, and that'll be an Overton turnover. Now Amherst. Not waiting for Overton to set up some sort of trap. Quickly brings it in the offensive end. That's Palmer. She gave it away. Gets it back now. She'll stop at the elbow. Lob it down low here for Martinson. Martinson back out. Jumper by Arnold. In and out. And I do mean just barely out. And it's rebounded by Enix. So she pulls down another rebound. That was a good-looking shot. And that ball, I don't know how it got out of there. And Grote will give right wing here for Wallace. Wallace looking inside. Enix wanted it. Got it. She puts a little floater, no good. And Murphy will pull down the rebound for Amherst. They'll take it all the way to the baseline, kick it out. Here's a trail three that won't fall here for the Broncos. And we got a foul on the rebound. And it's going to be on uh, J.C. Wallace for the push. So that's now five fouls as a team against both squads. 12-6, 12-6, Carney High over uh, North Platte at the end of one quarter of play. Keep you updated on that one as well as our myriad of games going on Platte River Radio. Ball inbounded for Martinson. Off the screen, they'll get the ball right back out to Arnold. She inbounded it. They work it around the perimeter. Top of the circle here, Tensioner is going to fire a three. She's trying to get the rebound and can't quite come up with it. It's going to be rebounded here. And now the trail runner in the lane. Good for Grove. Nice job there by Anderson, pulling down that uh, defensive rebound. And then making a nice pass as well. On the bounce, Tensioner. Tensioner has her shot deflected. And so Amherst uh, misses it. Here come the Eagles. Dribbling up court here is going to be Eby. Eby gives it down low here for Grote. Entry pass for uh, Eby. Enix, rather, and Enix fouled as she put up the shot. That was a tough-looking shot and might have got bailed out a little bit because uh, about a 10-foot fadeaway from there may not have been a great shot selection, but she drew the contact and will shoot a couple of free throws. And that's usually pretty good news, but she does miss the first two free throws. Murphy was called for the foul here. And Enix, one out of two this trip so far. And her second free throw was good. So she's able to stroke it in. And the uh, game is its a one-point contest now. Amherst still has the lead and the basketball at 16-15. to 15. Two and a half to go as Amherst gets it off here on the right side for Kratzer. Kratzer being held. Yeah, reaching across the body was Victoria Anderson. And Anderson's going to be called for her first foul. So both teams have been called for six fouls. So we don't have any one-on-ones yet, but uh, next foul we'll be shooting. Inbound, and the three-pointer here for Kratzer, no good. And rebound taken out by Grote. 
So Groat on the run will take it all the way up and in. Nice job there by Groat. She got the rebound, and then steals the inbounds pass. The ball's going to be knocked loose. It goes out of bounds. Amherst a little sloppy there as EB stole the inbounds, but she couldn't get the uh, shot to fall. So Amherst now down by a point. It's been a nice little run here for Overton. And they'll get the ball off right wing here for Kratzer. Kratzer in the lane, has the ball knocked loose. It's another turnover on the steal here is going to be Anderson. Anderson with the layup. It's good. Victoria Anderson lays it up and in. And a timeout being taken by Amherst. Minute 54 to go here in the second quarter. It's 19-16. to 16. Advantage Overton. Timeout Amherst. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to Overton right after this. Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new age collaboration, forward thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. And welcome back here to Overton. Amherst, seen enough. They uh, had a nice little run at them. And uh, Amherst made the wholesale substitutions, but they're going to have to throw one of them back because they've got uh, six players out there for Amherst right now. And uh, coming off the court here is going to be Emily Palmer. We'll give you some of those substitutions here in just a moment. Ball inbounded here for Emily Arnold. Arnold looking up ahead here for Tensioner. And uh, with that pressure, it'll be another Amherst turnover. Also in there is Bailey Lambertus. And Michelson. Overton now has the lead and the rock. Pounded in on the right side here is going to be Grote. She'll try to enter it inside, and that's just knocked right back out for Grote. So they're going to reset the offense. They get it right side here for Eby. Eby's going to fire a three-pointer, no good, but a long offensive rebound there by Anderson. And she'll hand the ball off here for Enix, who will drive and be fouled as she... No, they're going to call a charge. She came off one screen, but there was another defender that was uh, set up there and collected the charge, and that's Tensioner. So that will be a player control foul here on Sydney Enix. That will be her first foul of the ball game. will be the charge. Ball inbounded and in trouble here is going to be Lambertus. Lambertus, though, was able to get the ball up ahead here for, uh, for Tensioner. And Tensioner in a little trouble. Gets the ball right side for Arnold. Arnold dribbles inside the circle. Shut off, so she'll get it back out for Lambertus. Lambertus passing the lane here for Michelson. Michelson, that shot bouncing on the rim, no good. Offensive rebound. Shot won't fall here for Shockey, and they're going to tie up the rebound. Jordan Shockey had a real good look at it, and it's going to be Overton basketball, so we'll give Victoria Anderson credit for a defensive rebound there because the arrow is pointing to uh, Overton. Oh, check that. It's Amherst. Our apologies. So it will be Amherst basketball. Arnold has it, and she'll get it top of the circle here for Tensioner. Off the screen, they get it to Shockey. Shockey with 48 seconds left, being picked up there by Enix. And they'll work back around the perimeter, and we're going to have a little reach call there. So Emily Arnold will be going to the free throw line. And she'll have a front end of a one and one 
The foul is uh, whistled against uh, Grope. That'll be her second. And the free throw is up and good. So Arnold makes the front end of the one and one. Earns her the bonus and cuts the lead down to one. It's 19 to 17 now. And the second free throw is short. And it's picked up by Overton. And Amherst is going to commit a foul. Anderson got the rebound. And she'll be the one shooting free throws on the other end of the court here. And the foul they uh, decided to give to. Number 23, Lambertus. So Lambertus with the foul. And the free throw is up and good here. So Anderson with the uh, make. Now the second free throw is a little bit short. And rebounded here by Enix. Enix pulls down the offensive rebound. And with 35 seconds left, Overton has the lead again. Uh, has the ball again. Losing it momentarily and then getting it back is Ashley Carlson. And Carlson will get the ball out here for Eby. And Jaden Eby will get a screen on that left side for Anderson. Anderson takes the top of the circle. And now Victoria Anderson has it. Out here for Desiree. Inside here for Enix. Enix, nice entry pass down low. And they kick it right back out to Victoria Anderson. And Anderson basically has a layup out of it. Two seconds left, and we're going to slide to a stop as Overton. So they'll turn the ball over. And with 1.5 to go, we'll see if uh, Overton can add on to a five-point lead. They just inbound it, and they're just going to put it on the hip. And that will do it. So one half is in the books. And after trailing much of the, the, the first quarter, Overton really takes care of business in the second quarter. They have a 22-17 to 17 lead here at halftime. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we'll talk a little bit about the uh, boys' game with Overton head coach Clint Little. We come back right after this timeout. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. 
And welcome back here to Overton. We're at halftime where the Eagles have a 22-17 lead over Amherst in girls basketball. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Of course, a pretty good matchup here on the boys' side uh, as Overton comes in 5-2. and two. Uh, Amherst is 9-1 and one on the year. And kind enough to join us to talk about the, the game and a little preview is Overton head coach Clint Little. And Coach, 5-2, uh, and two, uh, we were kind of talking before uh, we got on the air that that's a pretty good start for you guys. That's a really good start. It's the best start we've had in a few years, and it's kind of fun just to see the kids starting to play more how I think they're capable. And we played a really young team last year, and the experience has paid off early on. Yeah, you do kind of have to – you take your lumps a little bit when you got that young squad, and, and what you want to make sure when that's going on is they don't lose kind of the side of the big picture and get a little disheartened. How, how do you make sure that they don't do that? I just think you just keep plugging away. And the kids started to get a lot more success as the year went on. Um, you know, Amherst thumped us pretty good last year. But after that uh, game, the kids learned a lot about themselves. And we started to – we finished the season really well. And I think we kind of picked up where we finished there. And I'm excited for where these kids can go with their abilities once they just put it together. And uh, what do you, where are you kind of hanging your hat? Are you kind of happy? I mean, you, you pressure the ball, and then you get layups. Just kind of really what is the strength for you guys? We've done a lot of full-court man-to-man. Um with a lot of our teams. I feel like we have a quickness advantage over a lot of our opponents. Amherst is not one of those teams that you can pressure real easy with Trevor Adelong and those that crew. But we try and pressure our opponents, and we try and get out in transition and run. That's kind of what we want to do. And it, it's, it's obvious if you, when you take a look at the stats that you guys really don't mind sharing the ball. you got Kaiser that's averaging about 14, Murphy about 12.5, uh, Kohanic has about 11. Then he you got Wallace and Meyer each about seven points. So, again, it can be any given guy on any given night, really, that has the hot hand for you. I'm pretty sure all five of our starters have led the team in scoring at least once this season. We're pretty balanced in that aspect. It's just who's got the hot hand. We do a pretty decent job making sure that they get their, they get their looks for the night. You, you kind of mentioned a little bit that, that Adelung and, and Amherst tonight, they handle the pressure pretty well. How do you kind of – because you've been doing that. You've had success with that. You, you, you can't really have that be the game plan, but it's still kind of part of your identity. How do you kind of balance that? How do you approach that when you take on a team that handles the ball pretty well? Well, you can't get out of your identity completely. It's just making sure you're smart with your pressure. Uh, when we get up there with Adelong right there, we can't make sure he goes coast to coast on us. you got to make sure your help side's ready to go there and just keep him in front of you. You can still do ball pressure and still pressure opponents without giving up layups, and that's the hard part when it comes to Amherst is they're able to get by people and get layups. So. We still want to pressure without giving up a lane and giving up easy baskets. I think teams that uh, have some success against Amherst, they do pressure the ball so they can't uh, get comfortable with their offense, you know, kind of contest some of the shots and, and that sort of thing. But when you do that, you run the risk of them being able to drive past you because Trevor, among others, can, can drive pretty well with the basketball. How do you kind of combat that? Well, we talked a lot about just not giving up the paint. You know, right now we're, we don't jump a lot of passing lanes. We'll let them pass the ball, but we want to have good ball pressure. And we're just going to try and cut people off and not let them get into the lane. And it's just working on closeouts, quality closeouts is where it really starts. And then just moving our feet and being active with our feet. Do you, do you do more man or more zone or does it, you just kind of go with whatever's working at that moment? We've played about one quarter of zone this year and everything else has been man to man. We haven't, we haven't dabbled with our zone too much. Last year we did a lot. This year we just haven't done it. 
Why is that? Because the, I mean, you, I always feel if you're a zone team, you still have to know how to play man-to-man defense because you can't defense very well unless you know those man-to-man concepts. So the biggest reason for the change is last year we were so undersized. Uh, I felt man-to-man we were getting beat up inside and zone allowed us to double team easier and keep the ball out of the paint a little bit easier. This year we're still a little bit undersized with most of our games, but we're a little bigger, a little stronger because we return basically everybody. And I think we're doing a better job of keeping the ball out of the paint. We're just, we're more experienced. We're just better basketball players this year. Yeah. yeah. Again, you take your lumps and you grow and you get better. And, and right now five and two is a, a pretty darn good record. What do you see as a key tonight against Amherst? Well, anytime you play Amherst, they have great ball pressure. And they jump passing lanes really well. We have to take care of the basketball. We have to limit our turnovers and we have to limit their second chance opportunities. We can't give up offensive boards and we have to, Take care of the basketball. Yeah, try to get them one and done. Talk to you after the game, all right? All right, thank you very much. Coach Little, appreciate it. That's uh, Clint Little, head basketball coach here at Amherst, at uh, Overton as they take on Amherst later tonight. And here at halftime of the girls' game, Overton has a 22-17 to lead here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We're going to take a quick break. We'll take a look at our halftime numbers here from Overton right after this. Life is better with a boat, and the time to buy is now. Buzz's Marine's 39th Annual Used Boat Show is January 7th through the 14th. We offer the state's largest selection of premium used boats, and they are indoors for your viewing pleasure. Get out of the cold and get ready for summer. Head to buzzesmarine.com today to view our used inventory now. Come see us January 7th through the 14th, the best eight days to buy new to you. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation's trash collection connection. Find us in the local yellow pages. Here's our halftime numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Amherst. Leading the way is Emily Arnold. She has seven points and a rebound. Emily Palmer has uh, four points and three rebounds. Abby Martinson with a couple of points and one rebound. Jaden Shockey has two points and three rebounds here in the first half. Amherst led after one quarter, 12 to nine, but they do trail things here in the uh, set in the uh, as we start the second half here, 22 to 17. Uh, meanwhile, uh, checking out the uh, numbers for Overton, who uh, really got things on track here in the second quarter. They're being led by a couple of players. Gracie Grote has uh, seven points and a rebound. Victoria Anderson has seven points and eight rebounds. Sid Enix has four points. And I think all those, well, uh, about half of those coming from the free throw line. Uh, and she's got uh, nine rebounds here in the first half. Jade Neby has uh, four points and three rebounds here at intermission. A total of uh, 22 rebounds here for Overton in the uh, first half compared to only 10 for Amherst. That's one of the areas where they're really dominating things here and uh, one of the reasons why Overton does have a five-point lead. I have turnovers being deadlocked at seven apiece between the Eagles and Amherst. And again, our halftime score, 22-17. to 17. It is Overton with the lead and uh, they will also have the basketball. When we start the third quarter, right after this, 
Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here, as it will be the uh, possession arrow. They they switched it. They corrected it. It is going to be Overton basketball, as the Eagles have basketball to get things started here. They give it off on the right side for Victoria Anderson. Nice entry pass inside. They kick it back out for Evie, and Evie will hit the jumper. Good in out there as they got it to the inside, and then Evie deflects the pass, but tracking down the ball here is going to be Michelson. Michelson dribbles all the way down to the baseline. And they'll reset the offense. Penetration now by Arnold. Arnold pass inside for Shockey. Shockey has her shot blocked, but I think they got a little bit of the body there, and that's going to cost somebody a foul. That will go against Sydney Enix. That will be her second. Team's first of the second half here. And so Shockey to the line to shoot a couple. And off the back of the iron, that one is no good. So Shockey, back to the stripe here. And uh, that one is going to be short of everything, so that will end up being a dead ball. She's a 50% free throw shooter on the season. But she misses both of those. And a little bit of pressure here, but J.C. Wallace handles it pretty well. Gives it right side for Eby. Back to Wallace, who now is top of the circle. And Zamhurst has changed that zone up a little bit. Sydney Enings will drive the baseline. A little floater, no good. Gets her own rebound. Gets another rebound after the miss. And this time, the ball will go out of bounds. And they're going to call it a jump ball. Emily Arnold stuffed Enix. And that last one is going to be called a hell ball. And so it belongs here to Amherst. Asking for it on the right side is Tensioner. Tensioner kicks now between the circles for Arnold. Left side, Palmer looks to give it to Tensioner on top of the circle. And now a little penetration. Kick out here for Palmer. Palmer drives that baseline. Shot's going to be no good. And Shockey comes up with the loose ball, and she's going to lay it up and in. Nice job there by Shockey. As that uh, ball kind of found her as much as anything. And you can kind of get, you can do that when you're six foot tall. She's going to be a pretty good basketball player by the time it's all said and done. Here on the left side, EB will give it right wing now for Anderson. Anderson top of the circle for Wallace. Wallace top of the circle gives now right wing for Anderson. Back to Wallace. She's playing catch there. Kind of a 1-3-1 zone at the moment here. Entry passed on the inside. And uh, Enix had it knocked out of her hands, but they got a lot of arm there. And that'll be a foul on Michaela Tensioner. For Tensioner, that'll be her second. Team's first of the second half. 
Still a five-point Overton lead. They've got the basketball, 24-19. to 19. Quick little runner at the inbounds play. Going to be missed, and then the ball is uh, rebounded by Carlson, and Carlson has the ball knocked out of bounds. So it remains here with the Eagles on the sideline as they toss in here for Jaden Eby. Eby between the circles for Anderson. Gives down left side for Wallace. Wallace on the bounce. Gives between the circles now for Eby. Right wing Grode has it. She shot up there nicely by Palmer. And now they'll skip it out here for Wallace. Eby's got it. Back to Wallace. Wallace is looking on the baseline there, trying to connect with uh, Ashley Carlson. And they'll kick the ball back out here for Eby. Eby will fire a long three-pointer that's no good. And the rebound is going to be knocked away from uh, the Broncos. And it will be Overton basketball. That's one of those plays that City Enix makes that you might want to give her just credit for an offensive rebound. And it was out there long. And she was able to take it off Michaela's arms and out of bounds. 2-3 zone right now for Overton. For uh, Amherst, rather, is Overton is working the ball around. Carney Catholic girls lead Grand Island Central Catholic 26-12 at halftime. That game on Classic gets 98-9. And Overton going to be called for a uh, turnover here. I think the official missed a carry earlier and called a, a real ticky-tack travel there. I think that's probably a makeup call, but I think it probably was uh, accurate as the ball belongs here to Amherst. And over on KHS Radio, York leading Hastings girls 12-4 as uh, that game is on Platte River Radio. Here the inbounds is going to be stolen away by Tensioner. Tensioner passes up ahead, then gets the ball right back, and Tensioner, after the steal, gets rewarded with the bucket. So Overton turns the ball over. And now on the baseline, turnaround jumper for Carlson. It's going to be no good. And the rebound going to be knocked away, and Emily Arnold is eventually able to come up with it. Arnold brings it up ahead, gives it to Palmer. Back to Arnold. Arnold thought about that trail three and just was between decisions there, and she ends up turning the ball over. Reminder for you that all the Internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. Ball in the offensive zone, and Enix gets it down low, and then she's fouled. I don't know if they're going to say she was in the act. Yeah, they're going to say she was in the act of shooting. She pivoted and was squaring up, and I think she was trying to go up. I think that's a good call. The foul is going to be on uh, Michaela Michelson. That will be her second. And the free throw is up and good. So Sydney Enix makes the first of two free throws here. And Overton now has a 25-21 lead with 4.15 to go. And the second free throw is also good. So Enix now with six points and 12 rebounds here in the game. Palmer in the offensive end, working against Wallace. Wallace staying right with her. Arnold has it. Overton right now going man-to-man. Right wing Palmer gets it in the uh, paint here for Abby Martinson. Martinson puts up a shot that's going to be rebounded by Wallace after the miss. And so when the, uh, on the bounce here is going to be Eby. Eby gives it left side for Wallace. Looking inside for Enix. But she'll dribble, take a top of the circle here for Anderson. 
Right wing for Eby. And again, well behind that three-point arc. She'll kick the ball out here for Wallace. Wallace, a little pressure there by Palmer. Gives it now left side to Anderson. Overton looking to bounce it top of the circle. They get it out here for Eby. Inside for Enix. Kick out right side. Jumper by Anderson. No good. And rebound taken out here by Amherst. Snagging the bound there is Martinson after the miss. And now back around we go as Palmer has it. Palmer lost it. Got it back. Now she's driving. She's floating and she's scoring. They threw it inside. It was kind of lost, and they got it back out to her, and the seat just kind of opened for her, and she had a nice little runner in the lane. And it's now 26-23. Anderson facing some pressure, lobs it near midcourt. It's picked up here by Evie, and Evie will bring it in the offensive end, and Coach Harp wants to call a timeout. So Nicole Harp calls the timeout here with 2.52 to go in the third quarter. Her Overton Eagles have a 26-23 lead, and this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here. Remember, over on Classic Hits 98.9, GICC at Kearney Catholic. And, uh, of course, on our other stations on KHES Radio, we've got uh, Adam Central at Lexington. Off the screen on the right side, Grote now kicks left wing here for Wallace. Wallace tries the baseline. It's hanging on the rim. Won't fall. And finally pulling down the rebound here is going to be Shockey. So Shockey will end the possession, but boy, Overton had a good look at it there, and it hung on the rim for what seemed like an eternity. Bounce pass in the lane. They misjudge it, and coming up with it here is Kratzer. Kratzer will give it off on the right wing, and Lambert's jumper is no good, but an offensive rebound by Shockey. Shockey's shot will not fall, and coming up with it is going to be Grote here for the Overton Eagles. And Enix now has it, kicks right wing. For Wallace. Back out here for Eby. Eby with the long jumper going to be no good. An offensive rebound for Enix. Shot won't go. And coming out with the uh, rebound here is going to be Lambertus. So Lambertus pulls down the defensive rebound and they'll kick it back out here for Tinchner. And Tinchner will hit the jumper. Michaela Tinchner strokes it in. And we've got a one point ball game. Overton still has the lead and the basketball, though. Grote in the offensive end. We'll shoot over the top of Shockey. That's no good. Rebounded by Amherst, and we've got a foul. Martinson pulls down the defensive rebound after the miss. And they reached around, tried to commit the, uh, tried to get the ball, and Grote picks up her third foul. Checking in here for Overton is going to be Ashley Carlson. And Grote will come out as they're going to protect her a little bit with a minute 28 to go here in the third. Don't want her to foul out of the game. 26-25, Amherst down by a point, has the basketball. And uh, they don't take care of it. Amherst just turned it over. So ball inbounded here for Wallace for Overton. Pass is tipped, and it's going to end up going through the hands 
of Eby. And so Overton returns the favor by turning the ball back over. It's a final. The Kearney High girls had no problem in North Platte against the Broncos. The uh, Bulldogs, 47-17 was the final. Loose ball here for Amherst, picked up by Enix. So Amherst turns it over, and Enix just kind of lets everybody clear, and she'll be the last one across the timeline. Her pass is going to be tipped and picked up here by Wallace. Good work there. Palmer almost came away with the ball after it was tipped by Arnold. On that right side, good pressure put on. On the bounce here is going to be Eby. Eby gives left side for Anderson, for, for Wallace, rather. Wallace has picked up their man-to-man. Top of the circle there by Palmer, and the ball is going to be knocked back into the back court. And uh, it was tipped by Overton in the front court and then picked it up in the back court, so that's over and back. It, for a moment there, Amherst touched it, but it will be an Overton turnover. So 30 seconds to go, actually 36 seconds to go here before the end of the third quarter. On the bounce is going to be Kratzer. And Kratzer's uh, pass down low, going to be swatted away. Amherst will keep possession, though. On the baseline, Martinson will inbound it after they line up everybody on the right wing and swing everybody through. And now they're just going to lob it out here for Lambertus. It was tipped away there by Carlson. Carlson was the last to touch. It almost came up with the steal. She ran out of real estate. Yeah, a couple more steps. She probably wouldn't have been able to pick that up. But as it is, it'll be inbounded here for Palmer. Palmer lobs it down low, and we're going to have a push called here. As Martinson, they lobbed it to her, and Martinson put up the shot, and she was uh, hit on the body. So to the line here is going to be Abby Martinson. The foul on Walls is going to be her third, and Martinson's free throw is no good. Martinson, second free throw, also a little bit short. Rebound being swatted around. Martinson is able to track it down. And they'll kick it out, and the jumper going to be good. Nice job getting it out to the outside here. And Natalie Kratzer hit the jumper with now 14 seconds to go. So Martinson with a big rebound there and able to kick it out here for Kratzer. Entry pass stolen away, and with a couple of seconds left, Amherst had nowhere to go with it, so Overton turns it over and don't really have much time for Amherst to do anything with it, except Amherst has been able to take the lead. They've got an advantage here. It's 28-27, Amherst with the lead here in uh, Overton. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. 
And welcome back here to Overton. The Eagles have the basketball down by a bucket here, and uh, they're being pressured, and Overton will turn the ball over. Well, both teams have some injury issues. Kelsey Vollmer, she's uh, hurt, and uh, Amherst without the services of Madison Murphy and Taryn Handwiger because of uh, various knee injuries. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Quick jumper here for Amherst on the left side. That's going to be no good, and the rebound is going to be tied up over there. Well, they're going to say actually it goes out of bounds off of uh, Grote. So Grote not able to reel that one in, and so it will stay here with Amherst, who has a 28-26 lead. In directing traffic there will be Emily Arnold. Gives it to Palmer. She's picked up there man-to-man by Wallace. On the bounce here is going to be Tinchner. Lobs it inside here for Palmer. Palmer takes it off glass, and that's good. Well, Overton has scored only four points here in the second half. They've got to, now they're down by four, so they're going to have to pick up the pace, obviously. Grode in the offensive end. She's got to drive all the way in. Shot's no good, trying to get the rebound, and she was the last to touch it. Oh, the lid is on the basket because she had a good look at it. Driving through there as the defender turned her eyes for just a second, didn't realize Grote was driving. So Arnold has it now, top of the circle here for Amherst. They've got a 30-26 lead. On the bounce is still going to be Tinchner. Right wing for Palmer. Palmer stops at the free throw line, bounces it right wing here for Tinchner. Tinchner drives to the baseline, and she hits the shot. Nice work there by Tinchner. And she's got the bucket. So on the dribble on the right wing here is going to be Anderson. Jumper going to be no good. And loose ball picked up by Arnold. So Arnold pulls down the defensive rebound. But then Amherst took an extra step, and they're going to turn it over. with six and a half to go and change. And we're going to have a little reach called here as they throw it to the uh, elbow to Sidney Enix, and they reach in on Enix. And that will be on Tensioner. That will be her third. And on the inbounds play, another good cut here to Anderson. Anderson can't get the shot to fall. Rebounded by Michelson. And so Amherst will throw it up ahead, trying to connect to Shockey, and she has it knocked out of bounds by Grote. Good job there by Grote, flying back and stepping in that lane. Otherwise, Shockey probably has a layup. Five-second count going on, and we're going to have a timeout here for Amherst. Nice decision there by Coach Dietz to call the timeout here with 6.23 to go in the fourth quarter to maintain the possession. A 30-second timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's 32-26. Amherst with the lead in Overton. Back after this. At Sap Brothers Store in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. Come see the gifts galore from ceramic dolls to purses, clothes, tools, electronics, art, and decor all located inside Sap Brothers. Located on I-80 in Odessa. Check out the monthly specials and the cleanest restrooms on I-80. So clean they're mom approved. Sap Brothers. You don't have to drive a truck to stop at Sap Brothers Travel Center. 
Amherst will inbound the basketball. They get it to Shockey on the baseline. She kicks it right back out here for Palmer. Around the perimeter, they give it to Arnold. Now backing out with it is going to be Palmer. Off the screen, they give it to Tensioner. Tensioner has the dribble. They ball screen for her. Gives it to Arnold. Arnold gets a ball screen. Now left side for Palmer. Overton going man-to-man. And they kick it out here for Tensioner. Tensioner's pass going to be intercepted. Stolen away by Grote. Grote comes up with it. Grote on the drive. And Grote going to be fouled well before she can actually put up a shot or really even look to get to the inside because that was pretty good pressure put on the ball there, but they did get a little overzealous with it. And the uh, foul here is going to be on Michelson. That will be her third. And off the inbounds, shot's going to be no good for Overton. They got another good look on their inbounds play. And in the corner after Grote got the rebound, she's going to turn over the basketball. She took an extra step in the face of that Amherst pressure. And I'll say one thing, Overton there, Inbounds plays have really been a good offensive weapon. Arnold has the top of the circle. Overton trying to swipe at it as Anderson pressures her, and they get it out here for Palmer. Palmer dribbles back out for Tensioner. Tensioner enters it inside. Little ball fake here for Michelson, and she's going to lose the basketball. Amherst loses it. Overton's running with it, and an extra pass inside for Enix. Give Wallace the assist, and Enix, who really got that all started by making the initial steal, Got the bucket. So in trouble here is Arnold, and she'll get it off for Tensioner. Tensioner is going to dribble up on that right side, try a long two. It's no good. Offensive rebound, and we've got a foul. Michelson got the offensive rebound, made it, and was hit on the arm. And so an and-one opportunity here for Amherst, who already have a six-point lead with five minutes, nine seconds to go. And the free throw is up as the gym gets very quiet. No good. And it's rebounded by Overton. They're going to commit a foul. Eby got the rebound. And Amherst trying to get the ball back. Going to commit the foul. Ball knocked loose, but Overton's able to handle it. Bringing it up here on the run here is going to be Anderson. Anderson back out for Enix. Top of the circle, they give it to Grote. Grote's going to drive to the elbow, had a little bit of a ball screen, gets it off here for Evie. Now penetration by Wallace. Wallace in the lane, going to be fouled. They had a good triple team on J.C. Wallace, but somebody got a little uh, little grabby in there. Going to bail her out a little bit because she was in trouble. Checking in for Amherst is going to be Abby Martinson. And she'll come in here for Michelson because uh, that's going to be her third foul. On the baseline, Overton will inbound it. Wallace is open in the corner for a three. That's going to be a little bit too strong. And rebound here to the Broncos. Around the perimeter, they give it left side. Jumper by Palmer, and Palmer will hit it. Just swung it around there, and Palmer now is giving Amherst a 36-28 lead with four and a half to go. Driving, and we're going to call a block, and that's the right call. Grote was driving, and the defender was in good position at the last moment. She slid just a little bit, and you heard the official say it, so Monica Murphy is going to be called for the foul. So there will be two shots coming up here, and the first one is good. They'll give a little high five here to Grote as she makes the first two. Make it now 
6-29. And now both teams are in the 30s. It's 36-30. She makes both of them. That's now seven fouls here against Amherst. Palmer helps kick it up ahead here for Tensioner. Ball going to be knocked loose, and it's going to go out of bounds, but it's still going to belong to Amherst here. Carney Catholic leading GICC comfortably as they head into the uh, fourth quarter. Ball on the right wing. And they'll get it off here, right side here for Emily Arnold. Arnold looking for a cutter. Is able to find Palmer. Back out to Arnold. Arnold for three. She hits the three. That's a good two-person game, two-man game there between Arnold and uh, Palmer. And we've got timeout being taken here by Coach Arp. Vicki Arp calls the timeout here with 3.48 to go in the fourth quarter. Her team is down 39-30. to 30. We'll be back to Overton after this timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. And welcome back here. Nikki Arp uh, kind of rallying the troops here a little bit and saying we've got to play better defense and don't panic on offense. We've got plenty of time to make a little run here. Our seats of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best rear field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And again, plenty of time here for Overton. They're down by nine, but that's only four, maybe five possessions, depending on what we do here in terms of making free throws, blah, 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 blah. But they've got plenty of time. They don't have to be chucking threes, that's for sure. But they make a bad pass, and it's going to be intercepted here by Martinson, and Martinson then has it knocked out of her hands by Grote. It stays here with Amherst. That's exactly what Overton could not afford to do, and that is turn the ball over. Now they got to play good defense. Arnold will give it down here for Palmer. And again, if you're the Eagles, if you're the Broncos, just be patient, work your offense, and uh, don't uh, don't try to do too much. And they try to make a tough pass here, and Overton has just forced a turnover. And then the loose ball is going to be picked up on the inside. Amherst with a bad pass, and Palmer's going to lay it up and in. So a couple of Overton turnovers, and that one very costly. A bad pass, and Palmer gets an easy layup out of it. Kick on the right side. Here's Wallace, and she'll drain a long two. Now cut the lead back down to nine as they throw it up ahead here for Martinson. Martinson's pass going to be intercepted by Enix. And then Enix is going to be fouled. Grammar, you don't have to be quite so aggressive. Don't have to attack. Now, again, you don't want to milk the clock. You've still got to score points. But you can work your offense. You don't have to be fast breaking. You don't have to be doing it early in. We don't have a shot clock in high school yet, but you don't have to do it early in the shot clock. In any event, with that foul, Sydney Enix with the clock turned off will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one. That is going to be the fourth foul here on Michaela Tensioner. And the free throw is good. So Tensioner now with six points and four fouls. 
Enix down with nine in the game. Make it ten as she makes both free throws. And on the bounce is going to be Tensioner. Tensioner gets the ball back after giving it momentarily to Arnold. Nice pass up ahead to Martinson. But Martinson, with a high dribble, kind of lost the ball. And that'll be an Amherst turnover. 2.44 to go. 41-34. Now Overton needs a bucket here. Grote will bring it in the offensive end. She stops behind the arc, gives it right side for Wallace. Back to Grote. She's looking inside here for Enix. And Enix will kind of give a screen. They kick it out here for Wallace. Wallace got it lost, picks it up. Driving is Enix, and Enix gets a great bounce pass from Wallace. That's an easy bucket. Nice job there. And now Overton forces another turnover. They force Amherst into throwing a pass a little bit too fast, a little bit too far. And the lead back down to five. And Coach Dietz is kind of calming his girls down as well. Amherst is going 2-3 zone here. On the bounce is going to be Grote. She'll give it off here on the right side for Eby. Back to Grote. Grote will get a screen from Wallace. Right wing, they'll get it off here for Eby. Eby looking inside for Enix and bakes a pass that's intercepted by Palmer. Palmer's going to drive. Palmer's going to flip. She misses. Rebounded by Wallace. And then in trouble is Overton, and they got a timeout. Got the timeout right before the turnover. The official called the timeout. I think that's the right call. Overton got the timeout. Nikki Arp, in the year of the official, got the timeout before the turnover. And the turnover resulted in an Amherst layup. So the folks wearing red don't agree with the timing of this one, but I think the officials got it right. Minute 52 to go here, fourth quarter, and the Eagles dodge a bullet here. They call the timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. They still trail it, 41-36. Minute 52 to go in the fourth. We're back after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. And welcome back here as uh, these two teams putting on a pretty good show here for uh, Amherst, who's 3-7, and seven, Overton 2-6, and six, and I'm trying to figure out how that is, because these two teams are playing very well here tonight. On the baseline, Victoria Anderson will inbound the basketball. And she'll get it up ahead here for Grote. Both teams with at least one turnover. Oh, what One timeout left. Kick right side. Wallace drains the three-pointer. J.C. Wallace just uh, going to that spot, drains the three-pointer, and it's now 41-38. Dribbling through some pressure for Amherst. Here is going to be Tensioner. Tensioner passed down low, goes out of bounds. Last touch by Sydney Enix. So Amherst underneath their own basket will inbound with a minute 29 to go here. Tossing in is going to be Emily Arnold. Arnold slaps it, and she'll get the ball out here for Tensioner. Back right side for Arnold. Arnold behind the three-point arc, being pressured there pretty well by Victoria Anderson. And we're going to call a foul here on Anderson. That'll be her second. That was a foul to give, though, because that's now only five team fouls on Overton with a minute 22 to go. Arnold on the sideline, gets it to Palmer. 
Palmer picked up there by Wallace. Right now, Overton going man-to-man. Arnold gave it away. Now gets it right back on that right wing. And gives the top of the circle here for Palmer. Minute nine. Palmer left side has the ball knocked loose. But uh, the Broncos track it down. That's good work there by Tinchner, who gets it back out here for Arnold. Final minute. Ball knocked loose. And coming up with it is going to be Enix. Enix, a three-on-two, going to dribble. Going to run into the defender, and it's a charge. Setting up camp was Emily Arnold. That's a good defensive play there by Arnold to collect the uh, the foul there, collect the charge by Sydney Enix. Enix got the steal, but then she commits the foul. And now Wallace is going to spend a little time tying her shoe, and with 54 seconds left, again, put a little circle on that by Emily Arnold. That would be a special moment of the game, brought to you by the special people at a Sarah Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations at Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. That was a good defensive play, and now Amherst is going to turn the ball over. Low off balance there was Michaela Tinchner, and Tinchner is going to end up turning the ball over. Call the Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. 45 seconds to go. Down by three, the Eagles have the basketball. They get it right wing here for Eby. Top of the circle driving here is Grote. On the baseline with it is Anderson. Anderson kicks right side. Open jumper. Evie from eight feet on the right side, and it's good. One-point ball game. And on the bounce here is Arnold. Arnold on the left side. And we've got a little reaching foul. Going to be called here on Wallace. That'll be the fourth on her. And now six as a team. And so, no, check that. That's seven. My apologies. So they got what they wanted, and Emily Arnold is going to go to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one with 21 seconds to go. And the free throw is good. That makes it a two-point ball game with 21 to go, 42-40. to Second free throw. Back the iron. No good. Offensive rebound pulled out of there. Nice rebound there by Arnold. Arnold with a great defensive play, and now an offensive rebound here. And now another foul. This one committed by Wallace, and Wallace has just fouled out of the ballgame. So Wallace will have to leave the game, and checking in for her is going to be Carlson. At the free throw line here is Tensioner, and Tensioner's front end of the one-and-one is good. Hit the back of the iron, went up high, and then went through the cylinder. Three-point game with 15 seconds to go. And Wallace fouling out is a big story because she was one of the best three-point shooters of the night. Ball rebounded here by Anderson after the miss. And we're going to have a timeout being taken here by Coach Arp with 13 seconds to go. Overton needs a three. They trail it by three, 43 to 40, with 13 seconds to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll give you the game reset here in Overton right after this. At Sap Brothers Store in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. Come see the gifts galore from ceramic dolls to purses, clothes, tools, electronics, art, and decor all located inside Sap Brothers, located on I-80 in Odessa. Check out the monthly specials and the cleanest restrooms on I-80. So clean, they're mom-approved. 
Sap Brothers. You don't have to drive a truck to stop at Sap Brothers Travel Center. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We promise you a game reset. Uh, the ball is going to be inbounded on the far sideline near midcourt with 13 seconds to go. Both teams are in the one and one. The possession arrow is pointing to Amherst, and so is the scoreboard. They lead it 43 to 40. And Amherst, if they want to, can call a timeout. I believe, according to my records here, Overton is out. Ball being inbounded here for Grote. Grote gives left side for Eby. Eby's going to skip it out. It's going to be knocked down, and it's into the hands of Palmer. Palmer's got it, and Palmer's going to be fouled. Ball was initially knocked down by Arnold, and then Palmer was able to pick it down. That was just a long pass, and Overton with the turnover. And that one may seal it. Palmer will have a front end of a one-and-one here. And with four seconds left, if she makes it, this is a done deal. By the way, the foul on Sydney Enix is her fifth and final. She's fouled out of the game with four seconds to go. Free throw is good. Amherst with a four-point lead with four seconds to play. And the second free throw is up and good. So she makes both of them. The ball going to be inbounded here by Overton. They trail at 45-40, and with one second left, they shoot at top of the key, and that's going to do it. It's off the mark, so your final score. It's Amherst, 45, Overton, 40. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here from Overton right after this timeout. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Five Points Bank. 
We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back here to Overton. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final in this one, a 45 to 40 Amherst with the win here in uh, Overton. And um, so Overton now falls to two and seven on the year. Next action, they'll travel to Maxwell tomorrow. Meanwhile, uh, Amherst, with their win, improves their record on the year to uh, four and seven. And uh, coming up uh, next for them, I had it here just a second ago. Coming up next for them, they'll be uh, taking on Pleasanton a week from today. So let's go through our numbers, and we'll begin, first of all, for Overton, uh, the Eagles did make it interesting, cut it down to a single possession, but then a, a late turnover really kind of hurt them. They were led by Sydney Enix before she fouled out of the game. She had a double-double, finished with 12 points and 12 rebounds on the night. Gracie Grote with 8 points and 3 rebounds. Jaden Eby had 8 points, 4 rebounds. Victoria Anderson uh, had 7 points, 9 rebounds. J.C. Wallace had 5 points and a couple of rebounds here in the game. Unofficially, I had them shooting 15 of 50 for 30% in the game. They were 2 of 15 from three-point range and 8 of 14 from the free-throw line. They did turn the ball over 20 times tonight and uh, did snag uh, 32 rebounds uh, on the evening here against Overton. And So they won that uh, rebounding battle over Amherst 32 to 21. But again, Amherst with the uh, 45 to 40 win. Checking the numbers here for the Broncos. They were led by Emily Arnold, finished with 13 points, 5 rebounds. Emily Palmer had 12 points, 3 rebounds. Michaela Tinchner with 7 points. Uh, Michelson had uh, 4 points and 3 rebounds. Jaden Shockey had 4 points, 5 rebounds. Natalie Kratzer with 3 points. And Abby Martinson, 2 points and 4 rebounds here in the game. They turned the ball over 22 times, so they took better care of the basketball than what Overton did, and that's one of the reasons why they come away with a 45-40 to 40 win. Well, our boys' game will be starting here in about uh, 16, uh, 17 minutes or so, so we're going to send it back to the studio for a little while. We'll have Sports Center and the like, uh, turn it back over to ESPN regular programming, and then we'll be back with boys' basketball in about 10 minutes or so. Once again, our final, it's the Amherst girls with a 45-40 to 40 win over Overton, and we'll be back with boys' action from Overton in just a few minutes right here on KXPN. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Quote, I definitely like confrontation. I definitely like being coached and being told when I'm 